From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, June 6th. A fire has destroyed at least five mobile homes and damaged five others on Murphy Lane. The fire broke out Sunday afternoon in the Pack Creek Campground and RV Park. Grand County EMS treated a few people for heat-related illness and smoke inhalation yesterday. The cause of the fire as of airtime is unknown, but fire investigators have determined that it started outside. It was not separate fires. It was one fire that started outside and actually spread into the trailers. Ted Black, Utah State Fire Marshal. The Pack Creek Campground and RV Park includes a mix of short-term and long-term sites. Residents displaced from their mobile homes yesterday were brought to a staging area at the bowling alley near the entrance to Murphy Lane. Then I called a volunteer who was out the door before I could finish asking her to go get provisions at City Market and go to the site. Sarah Melnikoff of Moab Solutions. The nonprofit helps people in crisis. They assisted the Grand County Sheriff's Office last night with supplies. And Melnikoff says hotels provided rooms for families displaced by the fire. A lot of people fled without even shoes on. I, I don't know all the names of the people yet, but I know one of them is a guy we helped who painstakingly redid this whole trailer to make it habitable, and it's gone now. She says it's likely people will need help replacing trailers or getting rehoused. Moab Solutions is coordinating with the Multicultural Center on a response. But first, they need a better idea of who needs help and in what ways. You know, there's a lot of question marks. Did any of the people happen to have insurance and they can get a replacement trailer? I don't know. So the thing is, as the dust settles, to find out how can we try to get them back into a good situation. So there's a lot of, like looking at what's realistic, who needs what, and how can we achieve it. And then you just make it happen. I mean, you just have to make it happen somehow. Families displaced by the fire can contact Grand County's local victim advocate, find their contact information in the show notes, And weather conditions right now are dry. Fire restrictions are currently in effect throughout southeastern Utah. Here's Black again. Cotton off the cottonwoods and sheetgrass burns about like gasoline does. So in general, just say it's a hot, dry summer. We're in the midst of a mega drought. Let's be responsible. Sunday's fire at Pack Creek Campground and RV Park is still under investigation. Fire investigators are accepting any information from the public. If you have information, you can contact the Utah Fire Marshal's office at 801-256-2390. A retired police officer is using new technology to search nationwide databases for missing Indigenous people. Justin Higginbottom speaks with the investigator about his work. Mark Pooley has a laptop open on the tailgate of a truck. He's in Bluff, Utah, at the border of the Navajo Nation. It takes 8 to 10 days to go through over 8 million images. Then it kicks out a report, and this is the beauty, okay? It's the last day in a prayer run for missing and murdered indigenous people, and Pooley's giving a demonstration to a couple family members looking for their relatives. Now after this, there's about 11 to 12 images on this first report. What I would do is I would tell the family, after that you come and you talk to me, we'll do it over Zoom, and I'll let you look at the photo so you could see. Pooley worked robberies and homicides with the Tempe Police Department in Arizona. 
He's Hopi and Navajo, and was also a tribal prosecutor in the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community. But four years ago, he got blood cancer. He says it broke his back in 10 places and forced him to retire. Where I couldn't walk anymore, I couldn't shower myself, I couldn't dress myself. Basically, I was an invalid. I couldn't move. His father runs Native American Fatherhood and Families Association. It works to strengthen Native family ties. And Pooley began traveling with him in Indian country using a cane. When families on the reservation heard he was a detective, they approached him for help. And they would say, Mr. Pooley, um, can you help find my auntie, my brother, my sister, my dad, my mom? And I couldn't. I was still had a cane. and I, Physically, I couldn't do it. I have all the knowledge and experience, but I just don't have the, the physical ability to do it. He came across a company called Biometrica. They use a technology in casinos to make sure employees haven't been arrested. Basically, it compares workers' faces to booking photos across the country. Pooley wondered if he could use the same technology to scan national databases for missing Native Americans. I tell you about my cancer because it made me think outside the box. First of all, I tell people, if I never got my cancer, I would not be doing this work. I promise you I wouldn't. When someone goes missing, police add their information into the National Criminal Information Center database. But Pooley says there's limitations. For example, if someone is arrested using a false name, it usually won't return a result. So about a year ago, he started Native Search Solutions, which uses Biometrica's facial recognition technology. His first step is to speak with family members of those missing. I get to know them. I get to know their story. I get to know who their, their loved one is. He says he tries to give families the personalized attention they rarely receive. And not being in law enforcement can actually be a benefit, he says. I will say this. Out of the 32 families that I've helped, only two families have had a positive interaction with law enforcement. Only two. But he says he doesn't blame police, who are often stretched thin, especially in this area of the state. So far, he's run 20 people through the database. Out of that, he found out four were deceased and six had run-ins with the law over drugs. He says there's a lot of reasons for why Native Americans go missing. But in his experience, domestic abuse and addiction are leading causes. You know, these, these stories are real. Um, I know a lot of times the statistics show a lot of horrible numbers. But behind every one of those numbers, there's a person. Not only is there a missing person, but there's a family or several family members that love and miss them, that they have an emptiness in their chest, the bottom of their chest they can't get rid of. Police says the ultimate goal is to get law enforcement to use this technology. Until then, he's the one now reaching out to families. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. A new study finds that the upper Colorado River Basin is drying out due to climate change. KUNC's Alex Hager reports, in the future, parts of Utah, Colorado, and Wyoming could more closely resemble the desert southwest. Research from the Los Alamos National Laboratory predicts that mountain snow will start melting and running into streams and reservoirs much earlier. Scientists used artificial intelligence to test out different climate models over the next 30 years. Although there was some uncertainty, those models generally pointed towards loss of high-altitude snowpack due to warmer temperatures. Mountain snow is the largest source of water for the Colorado River, which supplies about 40 million people throughout the region. The changes are part of a process called aridification, a long-term drying that means conditions previously considered to be drought are instead the new normal. I'm Alex Hager. The study projects more arid conditions in the Green River Valley near the border of Colorado, Utah, and Wyoming. Mountainous areas in Arizona will see much drier soil moisture, which soaks up runoff before it enters rivers and streams. 
And that's the KZMU News for Monday, June 6th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.